Did you vote for yourself, Mr. Knight? No, I didn't. 
I was saying that it's absolutely right for you to vote for yourself. I think um, I went on my campaign and got people to vote for you, too. So hopefully we'll have a nice turnout this year. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there um, with some people performing. And, and we're nominated. Last year we won the best, the hottest Internet radio show, but uh, no one was there to collect it. So, so this year we'll be there just in case. Just in case. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I have my Christmas single coming out. I think next week, uh-huh. next week or so, um, mm-hmm. it's going to be free for the for the public. So you can go on my website, stephenightmusic.web.com, and download it for free. Uh, so there'll be links on social media. But yeah, it's just going to be a continuation of a project coming out next year. So it's just a little okay. okay. Uh-huh. So so can you tell us about the movie that you're in? Can you tell anything about it right now? Or is it too early? No, I can I can talk about it. It um. Remember, we had uh, the director, Tim Fontaine, on. Yes. He uh, is directing this film called Love Him or Leave Him, and it's written and produced and starring uh, Tiffany Yancey, who was an EOTM award winner. She was actually in his movie Split Second. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I hear, they were having a conversation, and she told him about this idea. And he basically told her, you write it up, produce it. He said, I'll direct it. And uh, wow. they started filming. And invited me to the set. So, you know, I actually got to be on the set, you know, firsthand. Uh, I did it once before with the movie Relesume, but this one I was more involved because I was working. I wasn't just observing. They put me to work. So uh, I'm getting some kind of credit in the movie. We'll see. And uh, Tim, he was like, hey, be in the movie. Be in the movie. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great. Congratulations on that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have our own movie star. Well, our own movie star, our own movie star. My star Parker, will never was, outshine Miss Parker's. <laughs> oh, actually, how was your Thanksgiving, Miss Parker? It was good. It was good. I heard Chi K said that he had some kind of uh, allergic reaction or something. What happened? Yeah, the next day after I was in the movie, woke up the next day and looked in the mirror and didn't recognize who I saw. My wow. right side of my face was swollen. It was, it was crazy. I flipped out wow. for a little bit. About 10 was seconds. Was it the air? Do you know what, it, what the cause of it was? Uh, it was some kind of bacterial infection. I had to, I'm on um, antibiotics now. I, I'm wow. back to normal, but still. <laughs> wow, yeah. wow. Well, we're glad you're better. Yeah, but, um, thank you. Stephen, I had a great Thanksgiving weekend. It went by too quickly as usual. But um, I enjoyed it. Spent some time with my family, my New Orleans family. Lives an hour away from the state. I stayed there for a couple of days. Um, you know me and my driver. Did you go over uh, over the holiday? Yeah. So it was my first day back in the gym. Um, didn't do too bad, (laughs) but it's real out here. Well, you know, I um. Thanksgiving morning, I woke up early and I said, you know, I said this is a day off from the gym. Not going to the gym. I was watching TV and uh, I went on Instagram and you know I follow a lot of these fitness models because they kind of inspire me when I don't play working out. And all of them were like, "Get them this Thanksgiving workout in and let's turn that." So what did I do? I got up off the couch and went to the gym. <laughs> and I was shocked. I did it was- too. I worked out on Thanksgiving Day as well because my my reasoning was a little different. Um, Plus, you know, I've been wearing my natural hair out, and so I had to calculate my workouts where when I 
flat iron my hair, it will last a few days and be cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I went Thanksgiving morning as well. Okay. Was it packed in your gym? It was really packed in my gym Thanksgiving. I was surprised how many people were there. It was packed. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy packed. Uh, what's the what's the, the dad who plays on uh, Everybody Hates Chris? Do you know his name, Chike? Um, Cruz. Harry. Yeah, well, he was at the gym, too. He was at my gym uh, getting his, work, his Thanksgiving workout on, too, so. Cause everybody's trying to get it right before they went in on that food, but it was packed. It was packed. I was at. I went. I went Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, and I took the weekend off. So I went back today, though. So. But anyway, let's move along. GK, what did you? I know you were in a movie this weekend. Were you able to see any? I actually did. I saw something uh, this weekend. I told you I wanted to check out the the, the Delivery Man with okay. uh, Vince Vaughn, and um. I was wondering why the release of that movie around this time of year, you know, he's a comedy guy. He's pretty funny, but he's proven to be pretty well uh, around the holiday season. Uh, he had a movie out previously called Four Christmases. And um, although this movie is not um, marketed as a holiday movie, but it's very much about relationships and family and affairs of the heart. Um, although he makes you laugh, he will also make you, you know, you know, you well up a little bit. It's about the man that fathered 533 children because he used to be a sperm donor in his early age. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, now he's, you know, uh, an underachiever, he, and he's about to be uh, a father again with his current girlfriend, and there's a lawsuit pending on him from 100 and some of the children that he fathered. Wow. <laughs> so the movie starts off with him fighting to know who he is. Very interesting movie and how it unfolds in the relationships that built. That's funny, Chike, if I can just charm in really quickly. So I, I've been seeing the ads for that movie and um, was watching TV and working and glanced up the TV, and there's a reality show that is going to be about that. Kids yeah. who were born through eventual are actually going to go out there and try to see if they can get the, if there's somewhere in their paperwork where they're able to by, bypass the laws. Because some, some paperwork doesn't say never, right? There's an age name or something on there. And, right. and, and actually try to find the guy who followed them. I think that's, I don't think that's right. Because I think yeah. the whole point in doing it is to remain anonymous. Right. How do you right. feel uh, maybe, maybe they should change the laws where if there's going to be a suit, maybe the child needs to sue the parent <laughs> because the parent is the one that made that decision to go to a donor to make I that, agree. to take that choice from the child. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yep. Yeah. I think that's crazy. I'm going to check that out because I'm I'm, I'm kind of interested in how they're going to, to bypass the laws and, and everything that's on the books to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And then what will it do to the future of that business? Exactly. Yeah, people be yeah. people more hesitant to do that if they know that they get a lawsuit 18 years down the line, you know, or something like that. Right, right. Or you even a child, a, tri- a child follow, you know, trying to find them. I think when, when the guys go to do that, they probably just need money. You're in college, you just need money. quick. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not seeing it as actually having a child. And then the right. whole point behind it, too, is that it helps people who are not able to. So it kind of mm-hmm. takes away from that a little bit for me. I just find yeah. it weird. Yeah. Double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in sad news, uh, we lost Paul Walker uh, from the Fast and Furious movie. Uh, over the weekend. Chica, any thoughts on that? 
I, I, I don't know. I was shocked. Like when I heard it, I was like, wow. You know, you, you watch these people come into this business and, you know, they're in great pieces of art that you become connected to. They become iconic. So you almost mm-hmm. feel like you know people. Right, in, yeah. in a sense, you feel like you know them. So when something happens to them, it's almost like something happens to a distant family member, like a cousin that you don't see but so often. It's like, wow, oh, man. Yeah. But uh, Tyrese is taking it really hard because you know they were really close. Yeah, I heard. I heard he was taking it hard. Yeah, yeah. that's just really sad. Ms. Parker, you guys thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, it was funny because I was, I think I was one of the first people to post about it. I was having dinner with a group of friends, and um, the, one of the girls have a TMZ um, app on her phone. So I guess we're sitting there and something flashed in her phone, and she picked it up, and she's like, oh, my God, TMZ. And when she said TMZ, I've never read a story where TMZ, TMZ was wrong, never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, believe it or not, as crazy as the, his, that website, that whole show is, he's a very talented lawyer, the guy that owns mm-hmm. TMZ. So yeah. he sure his sources and his information is right, and my heart just completely broke into pieces. Yeah. I was like, God, and not only because I know people die every day, and we, you know, we talk about only, only famous people, but I think that when people are good human beings, I think that you're able to feel that even through their work. And he was actually leaving the fundraiser, um, and I, you know, I, I knew that he did a lot of things in the community as far as disaster relief and stuff like that. But like he had that good energy that came mm-hmm. through, that he was just a good person. So you know, I definitely don't want to um, not mention the fact that somebody else died. You know, in the crash yeah. him. That both of them, both their lives of value, and people die every mm-hmm. day, and tragically, and other families are going through hurt. You know, definitely, my heart goes out to all of them. But I kind of felt a little personal with this one. I don't know why. It was right, sad. Yeah. yeah, that's very sad. And I, I thought the prayers were with his family, and I know he had a, I believe, a 15-year-old daughter who just moved recently to be closer to him. Uh, uh-huh. so, you know, I imagine what she's going through. So definitely, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family. Uh, at this time, so Chicky, what else is coming up that you look forward to towards the end of the year? Um, uh, the Hobbit is one that I'm going to check out. Uh, the Black Nativity, of course, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm going to check that one out. Um, definitely, there's you know, uh, Keanu Reeves has been missing for a little bit, and he's coming back out with uh, the 42 Ronin. Uh, actually, Christmas Day, it actually comes out. Big epic film, you know, with CGI and anime and all that stuff in it. Um, it's going to be a big movie. That's probably one of the bigger holiday movies. Uh, kind of on the order of the Matrixy type. So, looking forward to that. Um, that's pretty much it for now. Um, oh, Mr. Spike Lee, old boy, is on my list. Uh, I just couldn't get out on Thanksgiving to check it out, but I'm definitely going to check that out. All right. All right, Chicken, well, as always, we appreciate you. Have a great uh, week, and we'll talk to you Monday, okay? Absolutely. All right. Hey, Ron, what's going on? What up, what up, Miss Parker, Mr. Knight, CK? What's going on? What up, what up? Um, I actually wanted to, if um, if um, CK's still on the line, I I wanted to ask him if he has seen um, Spike Lee's latest um, movie yet online. I'm still here. I'm still here. I just okay, said that uh, I have to check that out. I haven't checked it out yet. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because um, I'd, I'd, I'd heard that it 
that it didn't do very well, which doesn't mean that it was not a um, good movie, but I, but but I just heard um, that it didn't do well as far as um, box office numbers. So I just wanted to know if you had. So I, all right, I will be listening for to hear your um, response next week or so. Absolutely. All right, thank you. All right, thank you, bro. Now with sports, um, the Falcons won. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. yeah. Snaps. All right. Somebody said two miracles happened this weekend. R1 and the Falcons won. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of that game was, man. Oof. I don't know what Coach Saban was thinking. Why would you have okay, I understand going for the um field for the uh, field goal for the win. Got it. But he Do wanted it. that one second. But cause he wanted that the the brother wanted that one second and he got it, but he just didn't have the right personnel there on the um kicking to team. I mean he had nothing but just these big old slow boys. I mean big corn fed slow slow guys on there. So if if the kicker would have missed the kick, which he did he had no one to to get on defense to to try to stop Auburn from running, and as you see, they capitalized on it and they won the game. So Auburn, congrats! I say that it's going to be Florida State in the national championship game. I have Florida State, and um, and if Auburn wins the um SEC championship game, then Auburn should be in it absolutely. So right now, Auburn and Florida State in the national championship game. Now, some people are saying, well, what about Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State? Ohio State barely beat Michigan. Michigan's not ranked this year. Michigan's not team, and they barely beat Michigan. So Auburn beat the number one ranked team in the country. That, to me, you know, that that trumps Ohio State barely beating Michigan. So Auburn, Florida State right now are my two picks in the national championship game. All right. Um, on some kind of sad, sad news, um, have y'all heard about this brother? And this has nothing to do with sports, but it, but, but, but it kind of just captured my um, attention. Have y'all heard about the um, dude that took a picture of his baby daughter and posted it right before he, um, he um, killed her? No. No. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's he just crazy. This happened in Colorado, right outside of Denver. Um, yeah, dude, and posted it on Facebook, you know. Um, then the caption, please don't judge me or something, you know, I'm, you know, you don't understand or something. 19-month-old daughter shot her, killed her. Took a picture okay. right before he actually killed her, not during, not after he, not after I he had killed he her, killed but right himself. before. I hope he killed himself. And he shot himself also, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, 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 but that's crazy. it's crazy, it's crazy, so, wow. and, yeah. Oof. I see. Also, do y'all remember the um, woman that had said that the um, Duke lacrosse team had um, raped her? This was like years ago, and yeah. it came to find out that she was lying and everything that it was all made up. 
Well, she's now been convicted of murder. I mean, wow. it's, it's it's more complicated than that. Actually, I, I met her attorney a, a couple of months ago. Um, was it was it and, domestic violence? Something like what, her boyfriend beating her or something like choking her or something like. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely had a troubled life. You know, things are more complicated and, and a snippet of what we read on the news. It's kind of sad because a lot of times when you read or hear the news, there's no background information given on the person's state and, you know, kind of yeah. where they come from and other things. So, like, it's, it's. I mean, she's never, she hasn't been able to catch a break. You know, she's fighting for her kids. Her kids were taken away from her. Um, so she has to have a custody lawyer that she can't afford um, she was fight, fighting that murder charge. The guy was supposedly was abusive before um, and was apparently beating her, and she grabbed the knife. Um, the whole Duke case, I think that, uh, that you know, that case was just, uh, you know, Duke is a powerhouse. You know, I'm not trying to say there yeah. was a conspiracy theory, but they can get out of anything because if, if don't, you know, it was a, a hood Somebody from the hood trying to fight an empire, you know. So of mm-hmm. course, and it's in you know, look where where it is. So I don't, you know, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't see it as face value as she was lying or about about that rape case. I never felt like that. But um, I read that she was. Um, I talked to him a couple of months ago, and you know, he was finishing up the case for her regarding the custody the custody portion of it. But um, but he he mentioned that that she was you know, on trial for murder, so I looked it up and read through it. And it's sad because she was convicted and, and it was sentenced to 14 yeah. years or something, right? 14 years, yeah. 14 oh. years. And she, she stabbed him one time. Yeah, she stabbed him one time in the, yeah. And it was it was just one stab right in the side of his, um right in his, in his torso, side of his torso, and, he, and, it, and it killed him. But, um, I mean, I feel bad for her, but at the same time, um, with the whole Duke thing, I don't know everything about it, but from what I've seen and from what I've read, she was, you know, it was found that that her story did not add up. And my whole thing is this. If that's the case, which is what the media has portrayed and uh, what I've actually read about, then I'm not cool with, you know, whether it's a man or woman, anybody lying on people, you know. And I'm not saying that she lot enough but but from what I read it didn't come it it was kind of okay let me just put my perspective since since this is Ron's perspective it wasn't cool what she did on that case I'm not talking about her with a man killing him whatever and um and um self-defense but just you know she could have ruined those those guys lives also if um you know if that would have been the case that they actually that it was found that they that they did something that that they did not do. I don't, so. you know, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think that anybody's life should be messed up by somebody lying, but, um, yeah. you know, the details of the case is, is very shady as far as, um, you know, what actually happened. And the reason is that her case was inconsistent because she was there with another girl. Both girls ran into the bathroom because they had been beaten up, okay? They had been beaten up and things were being stuck in parts of them and they were just a mess. So they ran into the bathroom and locked the door. This is, this is, some things that we're not thinking of. I'm just asking the listeners and yourself to kind of see things in a in a, a bigger, larger, you know, view of her just lying. Because I don't think anyone will go through it. Honestly, go through that. But we're all entitled to, to read things and inform mm-hmm. our own right. opinions. Absolutely. But um, so she was in the bathroom. 
memories all messed up. And so what happened was when they interviewed the other girl, she actually left the bathroom to try to get help, but she never came back. And so what happened was when they interviewed the other girl, she was, she, her story didn't match the, uh, the other girl's story because mm-hmm. they had been separated at some point. And I think the key thing that, that got those boys off was supposedly the second girl, who I think was paid off, she said that she was never there. She never saw the boys do the things that they did to the other girl, even though she herself was really oh, yeah. mad because she was in the bathroom longer. So th- with those two people being in the, in the house and their stories not matching up, those boys got off. No one has heard anything from the second girl since. Not a not a peep. She just disappeared. Took some took her wow. money and went and went somewhere. So Jeez. it's just always Duke is a powerhouse. And the funny thing is, the hospital where her boyfriend was killed. Even though when mm. he was stabbed, the police came. He was walking around. He was bleeding, but he wasn't. It wasn't like they mm. dragged him out there or anything. The hospital that right. he died is Duke. Duke Medical Center. And, wow. And it was the same, wow. And the same in the same place those girls were treated when they when they got wow. out of there. Wow. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of shadiness that went on with that story. And I do agree with you. Nobody should have to go to jail for rape or whatever if, if yeah. nothing happened. I'm just saying it, it, it was a poor yeah. black girl going against a powerhouse and an empire. Yep. Well, That's true. Well, I, wow. Well, this, this, I, I feel that if she, um, with her boyfriend, you know, if he put his hands on her, which from what I've read, he did. I feel like this should be open and shut self-defense. I, I don't understand why. Well, I guess from from what they're saying is the fact that she actually went to go get the knife, and then I guess they're, what they're saying is that when, since she had enough time to um, go get the knife, that she has had enough time to actually leave, mm-hmm. and they're saying that the fact that she went to go get the knife means that it's, it's considered manslaughter. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, just 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 that because she has children and now her kids aren't gonna have a mom. Well, not yeah. a physical mom in in the household for at least fourteen years. Hopefully, um, her all along, you know, her lawyer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's had a rough a rough time, definitely. So I feel kind of bad for for her kids, definitely. But um, also wanted to talk about um, really quickly. Had you heard about the um? about the high school football player up in Connecticut who um who was charged with killing his male um lover. I um, read that briefly. Yeah, I read that briefly. Can you tell me a little bit more about Yeah, yeah. He's um eighteen years old. High school football captain, captain of his team, and he was in a in a relationship with a um, man by the name of Ronald Taylor Jr., who who was 27 years old, and they had actually been together for two years. I'm, you know, I'm trying to do my math, but if he was 18 at the time that um that um this happened, and if they were dating for at least two years, and from what I've read that they that they had a sexual relationship, I would consider that. I mean, that's kind of statutory rape. So right. anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, yeah. But so what? But what had happened was that the 18 year old wanted to end their relationship, and that the 27 year old who was the um, victim, who who 
who, who I'm sorry, who was who was murdered, he did not want them to end their their relationship. So he posted um, a blog on Facebook with the picture and and pretty much calling the um, football player Bloomfield Gay Bloomfield Gay Football Star. So wow. that right there is not cool. I mean, it, it it just seemed it was really really bad and. The eight the eight, the the eighteen year old felt that he had to have a um, knife with him to protect himself because he was feeling threatened by Taylor, and um, Taylor had um, hit him, and yeah, That's Taylor crazy. hit him in in the face, probably punched him in the face, and um, and the um, young man felt that he had to defend himself, so he um, stabbed him, and what? yeah, so it's just sad, but yeah, so um. 18 years old, football star, and his life is, you know, it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's tough, tough, you know. So, anyway, 27-year-olds, man, don't be messing with with these kids, man. This dude was a kid. 18 years old, that is a kid. Get a grown man. You want to be with with a dude, be with a dude. But be with a grown dude, not, not a high school kid, you know. So, that's. That's crazy, crazy. So, anyway, there's another black black young man that's you know probably hope hopefully he he won't be found you know guilty or you know it, it'll be something really light. Um, but anyway, it's it's just sad that so many of our um, black young people are being <sighs> imprisoned in the um, you know so it's just just. Just, just said. And then there's, there's one more case. Actually, I'm sorry, it's some 10:30. Janera, we got a wrap up. Yeah. Hey, Rogue, got a wrap up. Sorry, baby. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry, Janera. Janera, it's all yours. I'll talk <laughs> to y'all next week. <laughs> well, all right, Emma, I appreciate it. Mr. All right, I know bye. You have, did you have the Black Friday uh, sales? Of course I did, and Cyber Monday. <laughs> so, so how was it? How was the experience? Um, you know. I actually, uh, Black Friday was okay. Cyber Monday uh, was also okay. But I found that deals that wasn't on Black Friday or today. So, I mean, it, you know, it was okay for everything, though. Right. Um, but okay. I, I did have a really shopping experience. And I found, like, a ton of sales for you guys. Never. The most important question is, did you get me anything? <laughs> <laughs> in today and of course because it's Cyber Monday and um, they're also the majority of them are online so just going ahead and giving you guys a heads up about this now but it's like a, it's like a long list of them so I don't even know if I'll be able to get through them all but I'll try to get through as many as I possibly can but um, it's, I just I can't even explain how great these sales are um, Express if you shop there now, of course, because it's Cyber Monday, you have until midnight, um, you can get 40% off of everything in the store and online. Now, also I want to remind you guys that, um, you know, during the holidays, they do extend the, the malls and department store hours, so that may be something that you guys want to take into consideration if you decided that you wanted to actually go into a store versus shopping online. So, like I said, Express, um, if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of everything in the store and online. 
Um, Zoo.com, which is an online-only store, um, they're giving 25% off of their entire site. And you have to use promo code CYBER uh, to take advantage of the sale. Wilson's Leather, they're having a spectacular sale for Cyber Monday. You can get 70% off of your entire purchase, plus you can get an additional an additional 20% off of their cyber deals because they have, like, basically, they have, like, a whole different section for just the cyber deals with the entire site is up to 70% off. But you can get an additional 20% off tax onto that. Plus, you can get free shipping um, on your purchase of $50 or more when you use code 7481. Um, Buckle is a store in the malls and online, but they're not very convenient in, in the Atlanta area. Um, they are having this crazy sale, 75% off of women's accessories and tops, 60% off of women's jeans, shoes, and boots, and 50% off of women's bags, wallets, outerwear, sweaters, and watches. Plus, um, men get 75% off of men's accessories, shirts, shoes, and boots, 50% off of jeans, outerwear, sweaters, and sweatshirts, and 20% off of men's bags and watches. So, I mean, like, you really can't go wrong at Buckle. And they have, I'm not sure if you guys are part of that store, but they have, like, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say they have stuff like Sevens, but they may have um, Levi's, and you know, which is a very popular denim brand out these days. Um, but they have, a, a, like, a large variety of things there. Um, if you shop Saks Fifth Avenue Office um, during their Cyber Monday deals, you can get 40% off of everything for total savings of up to 65% off. So if you wanted to impress someone with a designer deal, um, this is the time to shop. And Saks Fifth Avenue Office, they just got their online store probably about a year ago. Um, it's, it's fairly new, um, but they did want people to be able to shop online because they wanted to compete with Last Call by Neiman Marcus, who pretty much cornered that market a long time ago. So um, now Saks Fifth Avenue Office, which is the outlet store for Saks, they now have an online store. You can get four, up, you can get up to forty percent off of everything for a total saving of up to sixty-five percent off of your purchase. Um, Bluefly.com, which is another one of my designer deal find, you know, my designer deal stores. Um, if you shop there now, you you can get forty percent off of your purchase. Plus, you can get an extra forty dollars off of your purchase and um, with shipping code and free shipping with code Cyber Forty. Uh, BCBG Max Asia. Their outlet stores are having a winter sale, and this doesn't end today, like the majority of these sales that I'm talking about. Um, but they're having a winter sale, and you can, and you can, if you shop now, you can get 70, up to 70% off of like, dresses and other styles. Um, the Limited is having a Cyber Monday sale, and you can get 50% off of full-price items, plus you can get free shipping on your purchase. You just have to use code JINGLE at the checkout. Um, J. Crew. Uh, they're having a Cyber Monday sale, of course, and you can get 30% off of your purchase with code MONDAY. Plus, you can get free shipping on your order. Um, ASOS.com, ASOS, I talk about them often. Um, you can get 30% off of their entire site. Um, Wet Seal is also having, this is an online-only sale. They're having their Cyber Monday sale, and uh, you can get an additional 50% off of everything, and there are no exclusions. So, if something is already discounted, then you can get an additional 50% off of that. I don't think you can really beat that. That's the best one that I've come across. Um, Bloomingdale's, they're having a Cyber Monday sale, and you can get 25% off of everything for a total savings 
of up to 45 to 60% off of your purchase. Steve Madden, they're also having their Cyber Monday sale. You can get 35% off of everything. Um, Macy's, this isn't one of the better deals, but, you know, Macy's is so popular that I didn't want to leave them off. Um, they're having their Cyber Monday sale, and you can get an extra 15% off of your purchase, plus free shipping on orders of $75 or more. Loman's, uh, Loman's Cyber Monday deals, um, if you shop there, you can get 40% off of everything online. Um, if you shop Old Navy and Piperline.com, Piperline, I know you guys remember me talking about that, but Piperline.com is, in, is um, an online-only store. You can get 30% off of the entire site with Code Cyber and 40% off of the entire site off of Gap and Banana Republic um, with, uh, with Code Cyber. And that sale actually ends tomorrow. And then uh, Nine West, this is my last sale. I was able to get to all of them, yay. Um, Nine West, uh, they're having a BOGO, well, buy one, get one, 50% off of everything online. So I know I had to rush the right here. I'll put it on my site. They can find a bunch of stuff. I'm tired and broke just listening to you. I feel tired and broke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just believe I am done with my Christmas shopping. I'm through. I bet you are. I hope you got my gift. <laughs> I got to have something really, really nice. It's very special. Just wait. <laughs> is, it, is it some of the last year's gift? It is. I, but I think you'll enjoy it anyway. <laughs> All right, Ms. Ferg. Thanks so much. I'm so we go. Okay, you too. Good night, Ms. Ferg. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Come back with Brad Bra after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Brad, a.k.a. Ricardo Rivera, is one of the most compelling and inspiring hip-hop artists creating music today. His intense emergency, I'm sorry, energy, sorry, the intense energy and undeniable flair captures listeners unlike any other recording artist in recent history. Possessing the creativity and passion of a true MC, nobody does it better than Brad. Currently collaborating with Chad West on a five-song EP that will be dropping very soon. Please help me welcome, Red Bro. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's happening, y'all? How's everybody doing, man? Everybody's good. Everybody good. How you doing? I'm not going to complain, you know. There's too much going yeah. on in the world to complain, man. Absolutely. You have a good holiday? Um, I know I don't I don't celebrate that holiday, Um, but, you know, I, I do... I, I do wish that everybody um did have their bellies full and uh, <laughs> enjoyed their family and friends and what have you. But um yeah, I don't I don't celebrate holidays, but you know I I do recognize the spirit of what it means. So you know I just hope everybody you know was grateful, thankful for whatever they was grateful, thankful for. Now I was reading up about you, and it's like you you come from a military family, so you did a lot of traveling. You lived in Maryland, D.C., Pittsburgh, Virginia, where I'm from, ATL, yeah. and and now you're in Philly. Tell us, uh, how was that like traveling that much, you know, as a child? You know what? Initially, it was um, it 
was kind of a headache, you know, like trying to make friends fast, and then right, yeah. um, you gotta you gotta leave all the time. You can't really forge good relationships, you know, like uh-huh. you know, having a little girlfriend. It just wasn't <laughs> happening all like that, you know what I'm saying? Just like, hey, you know, right, I like right. you, but I'll be leaving in about a couple months, so you know, see you when I see you. Um, but what it did though, like being around so many different people, so many different uh, cultures, um different textures and different colors of the states and um and, and abroad man it just it just added to the character of of me um you know as i grew into my adulthood i started to value those experiences more and more man cuz you know you you bouncing around from city to city state to state man you just pick up so much um so yeah. many things, good and bad. But if you you pick right. you pick up some things, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I'm actually in um I moved from Philadelphia, so I'm in Southern Delaware by Rehoboth Beach now. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So it's another move, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. you know, it's all good, man. I think I'm gonna be doing this forever, man. I'm a, I'm a Gemini, you know, I'm a Gypsy, so oh, you yeah. just move around. Man. I'm a nomad, so I I should have been born 10,000 BC or something, man. Because I swear <laughs> I'm a nomad, man. Like with a woolly mammoth or something, man. So what did you get, uh, get this, this passion or, or know that you had what it takes to, you know, be this MC that everybody's just, like, feeling right now? What, what did My, you grow when they grow? Um, I've always been an entertainer. I think first and foremost, that's what it is. Like, I, uh, my father, you know, at the time, he would go to the bar and he would put, you know, like a nickel, I think a nickel at the time, or a quarter in the machine and, they tell me to dance like Michael Jackson so people would give him money so he can get beer. You know what I'm saying? So I was doing that since I was a little one, entertaining. But I first um, started rapping, um, listening to uh, uh, Ghetto Boys and Gangsta Nip, um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Tupac. Okay. Um, as far as hip-hop and then my um, other musical influences, you know, came from like Black Sabbath, um, Deep Purple, um, Nirvana, uh, mm-hmm. um, and some other bands, Body Count. Um, so, li- listening to uh, hardcore, um, what I call mental disease hip hop, because I I never classified Ghetto Boys as gangster rappers. I mean, they came right. out with a song called "My Mind Is Playing Tricks." That's clearly mental disease. So, uh-huh. like, um, mental disease hip hop and heavy metal music, um, and then bringing that to the stage because um, I also did theater when I was younger. Um, yeah. So bringing theatrics to the stage uh, has always been something I wanted to do because I never looked at myself as a lyricist. I looked at myself as uh, an MC, like Rakim said, move the crowd. You right, know, yeah. entertainment yeah. doesn't mean like you're going to be a Jay-Z lyricist, but I think that you should still leave the crowd with something that was impactful. Whether they liked it or not or agreed or not, they, they that they should feel something. Absolutely, absolutely. And you, you know, you've been you talked about uh, you know the stage work you've done, but you've also been cast in the movie like Jackson American Dream. But you know, we all saw that. And then Temptations, the movie. Tell, how were those experiences? Oh man, being in movies is is just so it's so it's so dope because right, yeah. you know it's it's a, just a different world. You're allowed to be something else in. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a quote that says the world is your stage, but when you're 
you're in a movie, like you're in a film, then you're really in a film. And, you know, you really get to act or, or not or whatever the director mm-hmm. tells you to do. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just an, it's just an, it's an experience. And, you know, even like the, 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 the certain movies I've been in were just playing an extra. They, they've been quite lucrative, those checks. Just like, wow, I, I didn't do anything but walk across the street to speak. So thanks for $5,000, buddy. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's been an experience just to be be a part of that world, man. Because once again, it's entertainment. And I look at being a rapper not not as limited to just just get on the mic. You know, I think we've broke down those barriers um, with MCs over the years that have gotten into film and even into yeah. to directing and producing film. So it's been dope, man. I was in Absolutely. Split Second too um, with uh, Fontaine Vision. I know yeah. I heard TK talking about uh, Fontaine Vision, and yeah, yeah. It was in that film. I think I was I was I was murdered in that film. Yeah, you were murdered. Oh no. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happened. It went down. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Do you, do you have plans of doing more more film? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'm um I'm reading some scripts right now. Um, I can't speak too much on everything, but okay. um, I do have. Um, like two of my friends, um, Michael Giovanni uh, from The Wire and House mm-hmm. of Pain, and then Michael K. Williams, of course, from The Wire and Boardwalk Empire. Um, mm-hmm. They they both they're doing production too, then they're just acting. So you know, uh, there's some things that um, they have planned, and uh, one is a web series called Hamilton Street that maybe there's two episodes out right now um, or two seasons, but. I'll be in that, and then okay. some further things. But I'm also um, like getting back into the theater thing too, man. Like really going okay. to do um, like a Rocky Horror Story, but but with the hip hop flair to it. Okay, okay, that would be inter- definitely interesting. Yeah, so, or know, scary, I'm, I'm, interesting or scary. Or scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you find that you that you know these different kind of roles they challenge you? Is that what makes makes them more appealing to you? No, man. You know what challenges me? Um, mm. norm- normality. Okay. okay. Like being, if 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 I'm if I'm told like, you know, just be normal, just period, not even for film, that would be right. a challenge for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm really not. I don't. I don't I'm not normal in a lot of ways, and I'm saying that okay. in all honesty, and I'm saying this uh, seriously, just because. Yeah, I do deal with mental disease around my family as well. Um, however, yeah, I think that what's challenging to me is is impossibility. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. I get that. I get that definitely. Now, you've done, obviously, we know you're the MC. We know that you've been in uh, film. Uh, and you also have written for major artists. I mean, Sierra. Yeah. Lee, Mark yeah. Ambrose. Juan Ye Morris. Uh, Boyce the Men. I mean, uh, what, well, what is, is there a limit to the time that you got? <laughs> um, no, nah, man. I mean, all right. I mean, you know, starting with the um, Sierra um, record, uh-huh. I co-wrote on that. Um, and that's how initially I started to make my waves in Philadelphia. Um, oh. Me along with um, a couple other artists um, that I was working with at the time uh, from Atlanta, we worked on that oh. record when CC first came out as a new artist. And yeah. then that generated just more interest in the 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 penmanship of 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 the music business. A lot of people get in this business as rappers, and they just feel like they have to rap. And at the time, I didn't know. I just thought I'm a rap. But 
you know, at the time my management was like, nah, man, you can also write records for people. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, that's cool, but I can, I need to be on stage. And now I understood, like, oh, okay, there's, there's something to this writing thing, man. This, yeah. this ain't bad. These checks ain't bad. But um, These checks ain't what, bad. <laughs> what it is, like, from there, then, it, you know, we were already under Dre and Vidal, um, the producers. So that's touch of jazz, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to see everybody in there. You know, I knew Jazzy Jeff. Um, I knew Wanye. Uh, I, I knew these people because we were all okay. in the same studio. I knew Marsha, I knew um, Aries, um, Skills. Like these were just people that were coming in and out, in and out because they were there. It was touch of jazz. And uh, Slim, who's the guy who used to rap with, me and him would just bounce around from studio to studio. And they'd be like, "Hey man, well, y'all come on in, work on something. Come on in, work on something." The only thing I do um, look back at, I don't regret, I look back at it and say, I wish I would have known my business a little bit better then, because right, yeah, I didn't know the yeah. business part, you know, however, I, I learned the hard way, which made it better for me, because now I really know, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and I wrote with Wanye and Marsha, I think that was wrong in the body, I didn't write for them, we've worked on records together that we've put out, um, but, you know, yeah, and skills. Um, it's funny because people say you wrote for skills. Isn't skills right for Jay and that person, and that mm-hmm. person? I'm like, I don't know. You would have to ask skills. Um, but yeah, I wrote for <laughs> your favorite writer's favorite rapper. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, tell us about this new EP. Uh, you collaborated with Chad West. How's that? How's that? How's yeah, that? man, Chad's my Gemini brother, man. You know, I'm a Gemini. Chad's a Gemini, and. It's crazy when it happens when two Gemini artists get together. And let me just say this, man. Um, first and foremost, I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. I wanted to say that initially, and I no didn't. Problem. So I'm glad. I'm glad I got the chance to say that. Um, but with Gemini artists in anything I've noticed, especially in, in, in music, hip hop, pretty much your best rapper is a Gemini. Be it Biggie, be it Tupac. Be it Lauren Hill, be it Left Eye, be it Ice Cube, be it Heavy D, be it Jada Kiss, and we can keep on going on and on, right? Wow. So uh-huh. whatever style or flair or, or, or uh, texture you want, it's going to come from a Gemini within that. And in the production, who's the top Gemini? I mean, the top producer, Kanye West. He's a Gemini, right? So now you, I, I take myself and I look at myself and like, okay, this is this something to this Gemini thing when it comes to music, especially hip hop. Chad's a Gemini too. Chad is produced with Kanye West. Oh wow! Okay. Everybody knows okay. Chad West is. It's the Rock. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. me and Chad been cool for years since I was on Def Jam, and okay. we finally get together and said, "Look, we gonna do something." So we put out um, what we call not even test records. We just put out some music for people because this is our first time putting out some something together. Um, right. And the EP will be coming in February around uh, Valentine's Day. But we are working on five. We'll be putting out five songs. We're going to be doing way more than that. Um, We're putting out five songs. um, And it's just um, some pure, pure music. In my my musical style, um, I've finally been able to express what I need to express because in the past, they've tried to marginalize me to be just like, oh, you a country dude, just rap like this. And I'm like, right, yeah. yeah, it sounds good, but no. I'm like, I'm listening to Black Sabbath right now. I don't want to talk about what you think I should talk about. So um, with these records, it's just real raw bread. It's me. Um, and like I said, with, with bread, it's not even talking about money. Bread is an acronym. You know, it's it's daily bread. Like, you know, it's not just um, what people may assume bread 
my name is, but I talk about some decent, some some interesting things, man. Um, that hip hop isn't um talking about right now. I mean, but we did, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony did, uh, uh, Ghetto Boys did, Ice T did, but you know, since then there hasn't been an exploration of it. It's been a lot of revelry and a lot of celebration. Not, I ain't hating on nobody. They can do that, you know. Right. I did not wake up in a new Bugatti today, and if I did, <laughs> I would probably pull my hair out and call my doctor and ask him to change my prescription. Because how did this happen? Who dropped right. this in my yard? There are uh, people watching me, man. So, like, we're not talking about, like, that that, that stuff in hip-hop that the uh, community, black and, black and brown community, we're so ashamed to talk about mental disease. We don't want people to know that we might be a little throwed off, but we'll act it. We'll go yeah. ham, and she ain't even know it. Right. So yep. we need to really start exploring this, and the best way to, uh, I feel like, to reach the youth is through the hip-hop, and I feel like it's time, and Chad feels like it's time. Wow, wow. Well, listen, I know it's going to be hot. you got to definitely come back on when, when uh, it drops and, you know, let us play some songs, you know. Do oh, yeah, like man. That. If y'all had me back, I'll definitely be back on, man. You know, absolutely, man. I want uh, Before I go, to give us a special salute to uh, Slamerica. And that's, you know, the whole Yellow Wolf conglomerate, Slamerica, and Famous Stars and Straps. Y'all know what that is. Um, and my team, Ghost Gang, Ramhead. Um, and in every city that I have lived in or shacked in and slept on a train, and I salute all of y'all. <laughs> and I love all y'all, man. And uh, one thing y'all did bring up um, with Paul Walker uh, with his transcendent, um, um, Roger uh, Rodas was the other gentleman that, Died in that accident, Aradas, I think. Yeah, um, he's a professional driver. Uh, but I think real quick that we should all take time to embrace our own humanity and realize that um, people die every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quote unquote, die every day, and we should celebrate life every day, yep. and and not lose our humanity when people do pass. But I mean, there were a lot of other people that passed around the same time that he did. And it's a shame yeah. to see no attention given to those souls. I think it's a time for us to reflect and look at ourselves and say, we can do better. We can rise above, you know. And his charity is great, you know. And, but he also transcended doing what he loves to do, driving fast. Right, yeah, exactly. What exactly. better way to go? Like Steve Irwin. He got hit by yeah. a stingray. That's what he was doing. Uh-huh. He loved it. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. Well, Brad, bro, we definitely appreciate you for joining us tonight and wish you all the success with uh, your future projects, especially this upcoming EP, and we'll be uh, checking you out, okay? Hey, likewise, man, y'all be easy, stay up, love and light. All right. And for more information, you can also go to his website at brandmusicmuzic.com. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steed and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Showing one of the most recognizable faces to hit the runway since Boris Cujo and or Tyson Beckford, Kevin Stout, 
Savage has quickly established his mark as a triple threat, model, award-winning actor, and music artist. However, it's his obvious natural appearance, physical stature, and intelligence that attribute most of his uh, exposure arrival, making his world debut in Philadelphia on February 3rd, on February 3rd with a twin sister. Uh, this unpredictable Aquarian lost my script. <laughs> uh, this uh, let's see, where am I? This unpredictable Aquarian was destined for stardom, although uh, immediately given up for adoption. Uh, there was no restraint to the spirit and character of Savage. Please help me welcome award-winning actor, model, singer, Kevin Savage. Welcome to the show. Kevin, are you there? Hello. Oh, there he is. There he is. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for being on uh, and joining us tonight. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your uh, background. We know that you, you know, you were given up for adoption as a child. Did that any way? Did you did you know when you were growing up that that happened? Did your did your adopted parents tell you that? Yeah, my um, my adopted grandmother. She she told me when I was um, when me. I have a twin sister, and um, she told us when mm-hmm. we were, I would say maybe about. Uh, six or seven, so we, we okay. kind of understood even at, you know, that, that age um, what adoption meant and what mm-hmm. being adopted um, meant, you know, for us. And so, you know, it, it was crazy at times. At times we knew we were adopted. Um, but yeah. for the most part, you know, we were raised in, in a loving family. So um, mm-hmm. so we got a lot of stuff that we needed, you know. All right, okay. Well, tell us, how did you make this transition into – Music, modeling, acting. When, when, how did that come out to play in your life? Um. Okay, so being you know, growing up in Philly, um, I went to this church, and uh, I was in my early twenties, and I, you know, I was there for a while, and so they had a production, and um, the production was actually, um, I don't know if you've ever watched Little Shop of Horror um, with uh, Rick Moranis, um, mm-hmm. it, but. The production was actually the Christian side of Little Shop of Horror, and so I, you know, I got casted for for Rick, you know, that 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 part, and so you know, it, it was pretty cool. And after that, I mean, that was my first audition. You know, I got casted for the lead role, and just to see and experience the energy, um, and you know, the, the the chairs and everyone standing up and applauding you for for working so hard, I was hooked after that, and I knew that's that's what I I wanted to do. Okay, well, and and so. From there, you, I guess from the play, you went into music from there? Actually, you know what? Music came first, man. I've been saying, you know, since I was like, I would say 12 or 13. And uh, it was so funny because I'd be in the shower singing the same song, doing the same riff. And <laughs> my, my my sister would walk by the door, bathroom door, knocking on it, asking me to get the hell off. I mean, get out the, out the shower because I'm singing too long. And, you know, you, you can't sing, you can't sing. And, and so um, one day I remember I hit this this really really nice nice run man this really crazy rhythm and I, and I said okay I, and you know I started working from there and, and from there man uh-huh. I, I just really started you know getting into it and so you know yeah I started that when I was thirteen and just getting better and better. Okay. I know that you said that growing up in the inner city you know jail could have been your 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 future. What was it kept you from going down the wrong path you know but going in something that was you know, that's gotten to where you are now. 
God. God, I, you know, hands down, you know, I am a Christian man, and, and I believe that it's only through God and Christ, man, who, who you know, who um, saved me from, from all the, the dangers and, and the horrors from the reality of, of these urban streets. Um, you yes. know, so many, many of my friends, you know, just growing up um, are not here today. And so, you know, I yes. realize how fortunate I am, man, in being raised in a, a household, you know, um, where spirituality is important. Um, I was able to, you know, you know, capture that and, and just keep it moving. And I know that, you know, being a model in itself, especially a professional uh, model in yourself, it's a competitive industry. You know, there's a fresh oh, yeah. phase. So, you know, how do you, how do you uh, stay competitive and, and stay on your A game against everyone else? <laughs> Well, I, I'm actually a personal trainer, and I, and I work out, man. I love my body. Your body is your temple, you know, and 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 just working out and and just um, developing different ways to just stay physically in shape, um, mm-hmm. mentally in shape, you know, and, and emotionally just, you know, just staying focused and grounded, um, you know, having humility um, and, and also just being determined and knowing that regardless of the competition out here, you know, there's always a place for you. Um, you yeah, just got to yeah. be willing to, to just, you know, stick out, you know, stick it in there, stick it in there, you know, and, and, and go past the nose because you're going to get so many nose it's going to be crazy. But Absolutely. if you can stick in there just a little longer to, for you to get that one yes, that one yes, you know, could change change your destiny, man. And so that's where I'm at. All right. So you know, BET the game. We, we you know, you want to be on that show. Tell us about the experience. How's it work with the cast? How is you know playing your character? How's all that? Oh man, it's 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 wonderful. Actually, so let me clear this up. So I um my publicist Jackie Bush, she submitted me um for um an extra and. Uh, they actually called me um, and told me that they thought that I would be a great candidate to be um, a stand-in for Blue, which is Jay okay. Ellis, which is the boyfriend of Lauren London. So, you know, when I heard that, I was excited, and I said, all right, well, let's do it. And so they yeah, they tried me out the first day, and, and I didn't hear anything for about four or five days. I'm like, damn, did I mess up? Did I screw up? But they called me back and said, look, we just want you to be the permanent stand-in. And so they they booked me for the permanent stand-in. And actually, I'm not actually on the show yet, but the assistant director, um, he actually walked up to me on the last day that I was on set, and he wow. um, he told me that he thought it would be a great idea for me to audition. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I know that's gonna work out. I know that's gonna work out. Oh, yeah. I, the irony is, I don't, I don't, I don't. I haven't watched the show in a long time because I don't watch much TV. But this weekend, I happened to catch like, you know, they had a marathon. I happened to catch like five episodes of the game. Okay. You know? So it was just the irony that, uh, you know, you being the affiliate of this show. What What is your favorite <laughs> character at this point that you play? Your favorite role you've had. I would say, you mean the game or just any anything that I've ever in done? In general. Yeah, in, in, uh, general. in general. In um, general. Wow, man. I, I, you know what? I, I can honestly say, um, Curtis, I, I actually um, did Dreamgirls uh, off-Broadway play in Williamstown, New Jersey, and I got nominated for Best Vocalist and Best Actor. I think oh, wow. um, I think doing that, um, that was about three or four years ago, but I, I think doing that really – helped me to kind of, 
you know, um, sharpen my, my dancing because, you know, I dance a little bit, but, you know, when you, when you see, when you actually look at the play, if you've ever watched the play, man, you see the way they dance. The, the mm-hmm. African dancing is totally different from hip-hop, man, and, you know, it, it's crazy. It, it teaches you to really be focused. So doing that and acting at the same time and singing, so, right. you know, all of that, man, just really, really, really sharpened me, you know, and um, and, and so that's been my best experience as, as an actor and a performer. And you being a triple threat, is there anyone in the industry that you kind of look up to or kind of, you know, maybe not mirror, but, you know, kind of use as a as a uh, a reference? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about it. Jamie Foxx has to be uh, one of the most profound Artist, I can't even really call him a, a singer or actor. But he, I mean, he does it. He does it all, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And so he he's just so relevant, man. And and you know, at his age now, I mean, he's you still look at him as as young and vibrant because you know yeah. he, he that's just who he is. Um, but for him to one of the things I tell people, you know. I never want to be limited, and Jamie Foxx never allowed himself to be limited or just allowed himself to be just a comedian or just an actor or just a singer, you know, and, you know, he proud himself, and, and once he started acting, he, he said, okay, you know, let me come back out with this music, and that just helped him and helped his, his, his music career to take it to yeah. another level. Jamie Foxx definitely the one. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Absolutely. Now we we ask a question of the day on our uh, on our show, uh, our Facebook page each week. I'm gonna ask you, what is one of your pet peeves? One of my pet peeves is definitely you know going on a date and with a female farts and and it's just you know she farts and you, and you just like you stuck because you're looking at this beautiful. You know, a creature of God, and you're like, damn, did that just happen? Like, what do we do? And, like, do I just act like it didn't happen or, or act like I don't smell it? Or, you know, you know, you, you kind of look at that person, they, they look back at you, and it's like like that, that whole crazy, you know, weird thing going on. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, don't do that. What are you doing, what are you doing in a, when something like that happens? What do you do? Do you, do you say anything or you act like it didn't happen? What do you, do? I, I, you know, usually I'm so embarrassed for, you know, the person. Um, I have a girlfriend now, so, you know, that's, that, you know, and she farts all the time. So that's cool. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 I mean, in that situation, I mean, if I could give any advice to anybody, you know, just, you know, just maybe you got to judge her on the way it smells. If, it, if it's not that bad, then, you know, maybe she's not that bad. But if her inside is taut, then you probably need to roll out because that's probably not the only thing that's stinking. You know what I mean? I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> well, listen, before, before we wrap up, tell us what else we, we're looking out for you in the game. We're claiming that. What else can we uh, expect uh, in the future from Kevin Savage? Oh, man, I'm working on a few things. Um, celebrity stylist King L. Allen um, in Atlanta, you know, he's we're doing a reality TV show called Hot Atlanta, and so we have MTV looking at us um, and a few other production companies looking at us. Um, modeling, actually, uh, I'm going to be auditioning for a few different, uh, you know, companies down there. But, you know, just look for me in, 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 in newspapers, um, you know, I'm auditioning all the time. Just check me out on TV. I'll definitely be doing some stuff. Um, and print work, check, you know, you'll see my face in a lot of different editorials. So um, my music is actually working on that. 
and getting that together. Um, just hooked up with some producers um, in Atlanta, so I'm excited, man. There's so much stuff to do, and, and I, you know, I, I got to conquer the world, man, because I want the world, you know? I hear that. I hear that. Well, listen, Kevin, we wish you nothing but success in the future. I look forward to your future project, okay? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. All right. You have a good night. You too, Stephen. All right. And we'll be right back after this with Stephen's playlist. Get Powerhouse Wolf Entertainment's artist Ron Anthony's love-making song, Home Tonight. Let's stay home tonight with The One You Love, produced by Blue Wolf Paul Pato. Download the single now on iTunes, Amazon, and all major stores. R-A-H-N-A-N-T-H-O-N-I. This will make you grow in love. This is from the forthcoming CD on Wolf Entertainment. You can check out other songs, including inspirational and dance music by this artist, on www.wolfentertainment.com.au. Let's get back to making love. Welcome back to Stephen Knight's show. Uh, now we're going to Stephen's playlist. We receive music from people all over the country who want to be featured. If you want to be featured, please email us your music, one or two uh, promotional pictures in your bio. Remember, all songs must be edited for cursing. I mean, for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. The first song is my new single, Never Know. Download on iTunes, Amazon, get it. Anyway, Never Know. Check it out. Here we go.
try to get on my level, but you can't. Stop acting up, you a fake. If you were broke, get out my face. We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case. Try to get on my level, but you can't. Stop acting up, you a fake. If you were broke, get out my face. We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case. I tell the broke, shut up. You get money, check with your chicken butter. I'm with the squad, so you know I got my gun up. In my pants, make the pants, make a run up. Try to get on my level, but you never will. Bad with you, but they look better, yeah. Bunch of cheese, and you know we came to party. Now she get crazy, I just think she fucking money. One time, two time, for the bed. Two time, four time, for the Five time, six time, work better. I'm a shot here, trying to get rich, what up? Get on my level, but you can't Stop acting up, you a fake If you were broke, get out my face We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case Try to get on my level, but you can't Stop acting up, you a fake If you were broke, get out my face We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case Hundred dollar bill attached to a name Blaze chops, jump into a different lane Fourth quarter, three seconds like a Michael J Fix your head, spazzing like the Stevie J. We don't need them, we don't need them, feed them welfare. Nah, real is in the room, scream hell yeah. In the club, straight flexing like a brick flat. Red bottoms in my skin like a pants. I go hard and I know it. Flex hard like Hulk Hogan. Whip game in this world. Retro in my Jordan. Chevrolet in this flow. Big block in that motor. West side, we rolling. Rope, just ignore it. Try to get on my level, but you can't. Stop acting up, you a fake. If you were broke, get out my face. We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case. Try to get on my level, but you can't. Stop acting up, you a fake. If you were broke, get out my face. We use drugs, we ain't worried about the case. Let's go. 
that you're trying to figure out life Wonder what the people telling you is right Cause everybody says that and says this But don't nobody know shit I bet you wanna see the light So you can be the one that's shining so bright Go ahead, keep moving, keep going I've been trying to figure out this thing called life, life. Ever since I can remember it's been a constant fight. fight It gets hard trying to walk in the, light. in the light Not knowing where to go, not knowing who to not trust who to Thought trust. something need to carry on is a must To every problem that comes my way like a camera I adjust Keep moving instead of sitting around and getting stuck Do what you gotta do just to make that extra buck Even if you out of luck, hold on to that faith and let it pull you up Don't let the evil in this world determine when you self-destruct Know that you gon' make it, you were made for greatness Now it's up to you to step out and just embrace it Gotta dream, get out there and just go chase it It's never given, you just have to take it Realize you have to be real and the things you do And the things you do only then it can become Real for you, real for you I bet you're trying to figure out life Wondering what the people telling you is right Cause everybody says that and says this But don't nobody know shit I bet you wanna see the light So you can be the one that's shining so bright Go ahead, keep moving, keep going they said this world is full of mystery But if you look back in the books of history All you see is pain you and misery So fight to see a better day Inspire just to make the way Try to give instead of take away It's to put you down Do you and that's the non-believer Straight away Always had the thought of peace and love And not the word hate Always pick the right decision So you can always motivate If someone tells you wrong from the right They're just a deceiver Don't listen to them Cause they'll end up last place In the winner's race Always eat the vegetables Up off your dinner just remember every step you take decide your own fate And sometimes once you make that choice It can be too late It can be too late Now I know we all make mistakes But don't let your choices slip away Cause that could be the day of your greatness To where you rise and soar above the sky So use your knowledge to apply Then I promise you can be way past, past Fly, fly I bet you're trying to figure out life Wondering what the people telling you is right Cause everybody says that and says this But don't nobody know shit I bet you wanna see the light So you can be the one that's shining so bright Go ahead, keep moving, keep going Keep moving. Sit back and look at the bigger, brighter picture. Brighter picture. Keep the ones that got real love for you, with you. For you, with you. This world can get cold and lonely. So make sure you're the one and only. That is the person with the plan. With the make plan. sure you hold your own life in your own hand. Own so hand. that you are strong and you can make a stand. And when they don't get it, you can make them understand. Believing only you and know the real meaning of what is true. What is it true. doesn't matter about what you did. It only matters about what you do about what you now from do. this point on in life making notes with me and raise up your right i will forever keep away the dark and walk in the light light there's something greater than me in this form of light light and therefore against the struggle i will keep up the fight fight so wherever i go after this my soul will be pure light so i can shine bright shine bright i bet you're trying to figure out life wondering what the people telling you is right because everybody says that and says this but don't nobody know shit. I bet you wanna see the light, so you can be the one that's shining so bright. Keep going, keep moving, keep going.
up dreams and angles. Never give up through the hard times. And in the end, the sun is always gonna shine. Know that the Lord our God that you believe in will walk with you through it all. It's also dedicated to the have not. So have not found their way yet. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Keep going and keep going. You will reach the destination that you seek. And to the kids that are get out, keep your head up high. Nothing will change unless you make a change. Playlist. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank our guests, Brett Bruff and Kevin Savage, for being on tonight. I enjoyed both interviews. I wish you all nothing but success in the future. And to you at home, thank you for listening. We're back next week for a brand new show. Have a great week. And God bless. Peace. I can't find love.